Hey, welcome to the Timmy Riggs Podcast, Life in the Meantime. Really excited, like I say this every time, but really excited today because I sat down and had an interview with my good friend Brighton Schmidt. It's not Brian Smith, it is Brighton Schmidt. Uh, a little bit of an inside joke there, but I think you get it. Anyway, uh, Brighton and I, we're, we're good buddies. He's graduating college. He is my business partner with Streakers Window Cleaning, and now he works at the church as a pastor, and so pretty cool, and we'll kind of talk about all of that stuff, but anyway, Brighton, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here, Tim. It's about time. Yeah. Uh, one of the things is you got, you've been copying my mustache. That's not true. Okay, that's not true. I had you, it first. You had the mustache first. I'm trying to grow it. And so I was like, I'm just waiting for someone to be like, oh, you're just copying Brighton. And I'm going to be like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my friend, I got cool friends. I'm going to copy what they do. You know, I want to be cool. Anyway, hey, let's jump right into it. Why don't you tell us a little bit of your background, where you grew up? Um, we, we grew up in different places, things like that. Your journey to kind of even getting to this seat, and we'll go from there. Yeah, okay. Um, so I've been here in Oklahoma City pretty much my entire life. Grew up in OKC. And let me interrupt. Sorry. Sure. Let me kind of preface this with like Brighton is 22 years old. Yes. Literally, I feel like the, uh, what's the word? The like definition of <laughs> in the meantime, oh, like yeah. you are like you're transitioning out of college into a new career and have kind of just... Step by step. You, read me your tattoo on your arm real quick. It says, do your best and let God do the rest. I so almost you, looked at it like I didn't know. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I have no loop. But like, that's truly how you've chosen to kind of live your life. And so I just wanted to preface that as you continue to go on to tell us about yourself before I interrupt you again. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so grew up in Oklahoma City. I've been kind of in the little Piedmont area, which is like a little outskirts of Oklahoma City. Um and so that's where I'm from. I've been here my whole life, but I've loved it. I love the people um, here, and uh, the church that we work for is, has been really good to me. And so I've loved it. Um, I transferred into Bethany schools in middle school, and that was a really great move. Um, and then high school was just awesome. It was a blast. I loved it. No big deal. High school quarterback. Um, so was I. I understand. Sure, sure. And, uh, no, nah, I act like that's a big deal. It's, uh, Timmy and I talk about it a lot. Sometimes we're like, dude, who freaking cares about anything high school sports related whatsoever? Like, right. who cares? So that's I'm more of a joke, but. Definitely going to use it to impress my kids one day. Right, yeah, they'll think it's cool. Yeah. Show them your huddle highlights. <laughs> yeah, Man, this guy was awesome. No. Um, I've been wearing my high school hoodie around lately, yeah. you know? And part of it is just because we've been, we're about to move, and so we're like figuring out all the stuff we want to get rid of. And like, it's cool, obviously. Like, it's got your name and number on it. And I'm like, dude, I probably look like the biggest turd walking around <laughs> with this hoodie. But I'm like, I don't care. Like, following the Gary Vee, where you're just like, do what you want, you know? Oh, like, yeah. I want to wear my hoodie. It's mine. Yeah. Well, at least you're from Florida. So, yeah, like, it's different. Like, no one... I was wearing my Bethany Letterman around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It looked> like... <laughs> How embarrassing. Uh, and at really least it's not a Letterman. Like, it's like my sweatshirt right so anyway yeah. okay yeah. and here we are talking about it still yeah that's so good. how many i threw 27 touchdowns my senior year how many touchdowns did you throw? i maybe had 20 total okay running well, and that's passing. let's move on i don't want to <laughs> continue to embarrass you but um yeah that's i don't know i've loved like i said i've the the church really did change my life took me in and so friends are kind of the, a really huge part of my life um 
And so I don't know, I guess that's a little bit of my background, so to speak. I actually came to SNU truly to to play football. That was my that was kinda always my childhood dream was to play football in college. And uh, so I really didn't even want to. My senior year, some stuff happened. Uh, I had a buddy get hurt, and that just kind of really turned me away from football. And then out of nowhere in January, it was just truly out of nowhere. I just felt like, man, if I don't at least pursue this, I'm going to have regrets in my life because it's always been my dream. So I sent out a film. SNU was one of two places to offer me. And I was like, all right, I'll go to SNU. And I went there and played one year. And it was fun. But I was just like, this is not for me. And I quit, and it was the biggest weight off my shoulders ever. And uh, life has been, you know, dandy ever since. Awesome. So you got to SNU. You decided not to play football anymore. Do you feel like throughout college, and, like, obviously you kind of have an answer right now, but most of college, did you feel like, golly, like, what am I going to do? Like... Or did you feel like you had a pretty good idea? No, definitely. Um, I always knew that I wanted to do something big for God, but I had no idea what that would be. And um, I went through all sorts of different ideas of what I wanted to do and um, and what that would look like. But I really, but I never super stressed about it. You know, like it was never like this huge, like, oh, I've, I don't know what I'm going to do, like freaking out or anything. Like it was just kind of living through it and letting stuff develop and having different ideas and different dreams at different times. Like I wanted to do all sorts of different stuff throughout college. And then I feel like it's all truly just kind of led me to where I am now from different, I mean, truly just talking with different people and just dreaming up different things. It's, it's really, you know, it's the reason that I'm doing what I'm doing today. So it's, it's been a massive blessing to, to go through all that. And I think what's really cool about you. So like we are, uh, if you are familiar with the Enneagram, Brian and I are both sevens on the Enneagram, but we're really different. Uh, and like really similar at the same time, but, um, you are definitely like, Hey, Brighton, you want to work at this camp this summer? It'll pay you $25 for the whole summer, um, but you're going to get to sleep on a dock and drive boats around, and you're going to have to deal with little kids. Like, I'm probably going to be like, mm, I'll pa- I'm going to pass. I'm going to see you later. And you're going to be like, heck, I'm already there. <laughs> like, yeah. And so you're that like willingness. Sometimes we can see being a yes man in a negative light, which there's definitely times, but in college, like that's the time to be, say yes to everything. And I think that's one of the things that like, again, if your first day of college to now, you would have never been able to track like, Oh, this is where I'm going to be. And that's why I constantly, like I meet with younger, like freshmen, I'll meet with a freshman in September of their first year of college. And they'll be like, I'm just not sure what I want to do. And I'm like, that's fine. (laughs) Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Like I still feel 12 years old. Like, um, you can do, it's fine. Uh, so I think again, like that's an attribute of yours that is, that's awesome that you're just kind of like, Hey, let's go for it. And you've also had to learn. I mean, we've had conversations where you have learned, Hey, I got to say no and, uh, learning when to say no. And it's, I'm dude, I'm there now, like always trying to figure out like, what are some of the cliches of like strengthen your no and you'll, your yes will be blessed, right? Like, um, and and I really, I do believe that stuff. It's just hard because when you're someone like us, but especially you, it's like Mm -hmm. everything looks awesome, you know, and you just want to go for it. So, um, all right. So you're in college, you're kind of saying yes to different things. You're trying to figure out like, man, I want to do something great for God. Like, Mm -hmm. but also you like this 
we wouldn't say that you totally felt like you fit like in like the theology department. You're just kind of like, man, I just that's not really it for me either. And so, which by the way, anybody who's trying to figure stuff out, if there's something you want to do, and you're like, let's say you like love being an artist, but you're six foot six offensive lineman, and you're like, <laughs> well, I don't really fit in that group. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Like, do it anyway, yeah. you know. Um, and so I just think that like, you don't have to allow, if something looks on the outside, looks like you wouldn't fit in, like just force your way in. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, so let's go like, as you're going through college, you're developing, what were some of, can you think of like two or three of the major like turning points maybe? And like what led to those? Um, and let's talk like that can include even streakers, your friendships, like how important was it to have, well, now I'm asking you a different question, but it just kind of came to me like, but let's say this, how important was having the right relationships around you, your friends, your pastors, mentor, like what did that all, um, and I'm really not, this is not a plug for me. Like, so well, what yeah. Uh, how did all those things begin to shape you? Because I think, again, some sometimes people our age and your age and in college and stuff, they can not necessarily like they're like, these are my friends. That's it. Like, these are going to be my friends forever. And it's like, no, you might actually not that you have to cut them off, but like you need to constantly be striving for some to create relationships with people that are maybe a little bit further ahead or yeah, whatever. Definitely. I think it's everything like surrounding who you surround yourself with. Um, truly is everything. I get all the cliches. Show me your five friends. I'll show you your future. You're a mix of your five friends. Blah, blah, blah. I couldn't agree five, more. The number five. Like, the number five, yeah. <laughs> like five dollar foot long. Whole, I mean, everything. Um, but I really do. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. And I'm trying to think of, you know, some, some turning points for me. Um, really quitting football was big because all of a sudden that was such a weight on me and it was always like that was always in the back of my head I gotta go to football practice I gotta do this like I'm gonna get hurt blah 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 and so when I quit that I was like oh I can spend my time doing what I actually want to do and like that was a huge huge thing for me like truly kind of discovering you know what I want to be spending my time on um, and then so I'd say my sophomore year um, that was a big time of like really saying yes to absolutely everything under the sun you know and so I found myself really exhausted that year um, it was a good year or whatever but I found myself really exhausted and still had fun it was great and everything but it was just different and then my junior year I kind of just something clicked and I realized I was like oh like I can and need to say no to things. And that's where I started finding a lot of personal growth um, and just surrounding myself with, you know, with I've, I've got a great group of friends. Um, I couldn't be more blessed about that. I've got great mentors in my life, my RDs, Timmy, um, other pastors in my life and other friends, parents and stuff. And so that's been really huge. But yeah, my junior year, I really found like, all right, like, I can, I learned, oh yeah, I can go to sleep at 11 p.m. in college. <laughs> That's a thing, you know? And just started doing that. And really for me, like I've always been a guy who's almost been scared of being alone and like even just in general. I mean, I could just be in my room alone. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go hang out with someone, be with someone, like I can't handle it. And then I just forced myself to start like, all right, being alone is good. And like I found myself growing and starting to actually like read books and like spend more time 
like more quiet time with God. And like, that was just a huge turning point for me, um, that junior year. And so junior year was a huge year of growth. I stopped being a huge people pleaser and worrying about what other people think. And so that was really big for me. And then my senior has been a, 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 another year of growth and in different ways as well. But uh, yeah, I would say who you surround yourself with and, and what you're spending your time on is huge. I started, um, like you said, I love saying yes. I love doing things. I love experiences. Like that's, that's my favorite, but I wrote down like six things and I was like, these are the things that I will say yes to. And these are the things that I'll spend my time on. And if I'm spending my time on these things, then I feel good about my time like that's time well spent you know wow yeah I, so, that's awesome and I so like, like i can say yes to those like if i'm if i'm doing any of these like six things good like i'm furthering my life i'm furthering my relationship with god i'm furthering my relationship with people like that's stuff that i can say yes to and if it doesn't line up with those six things it's probably not worth my time probably shouldn't say what yes. what a great practical I mean, less than that, literally someone can walk away. Can you kind of pinpoint a few, I mean, I know you literally just did, but like, how did you write it? Like, did you, was like, number one, God, number two, family, like, how did you do that? Yeah, so, I mean, it, it pretty much was like that. Number one, God, any quiet time with God, praying, reading the Bible, serving others, church, whatever it may be. If it's anything drawing me closer to God, that is always time well spent. I'm never going to leave one of the situations and be like, man, I wish I would have done that. You know? Um, yeah. Two kind of two and three mixing family and friends. Anytime I spend with family, um, is going to be time well spent. I need to be doing that. I should do that more. Um, that's, that's time well spent anytime with friends again, time well spent. And, and that can be a hard one sometimes cause you can really just waste time with friends. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, your life really is all about loving others and being with others in relationships. And so I've come to know like, all right. And I've got my friends, you know, that I'm like, when I spend time with them, it fills me up too, you know? Um, it's not just this thing of like it exhausts me or anything like that. Mm. It fills me up too. And so spending time with friends, that's time time well spent. Um, for business, anything, time spent doing streaker stuff, um, that's, that's time well spent. Um, and then I think at church in its own separate category, any time at church was, was time well spent. And then um, um, my girlfriend, any time she's higher up on that list. Oh, yeah, I was about to say dead last. <laughs> no, she's probably, she was, you know, right there with fam yeah, family yeah, friends, girlfriend. Yeah. Um, any time spent with her is time well spent. And then working out. Um, anything, I love playing Indian rules. I love all sports. Um, and so, but then it's specific, specifically working out. Um, important to me. Yeah. I want to, you know, have longevity in my life. I want to be healthy and, and look good, whatever. And so anytime working out too is, is time well spent. So really those were the main, the main things. If I'm doing anything that involves these things, I feel good about that. Sweet. No, that's awesome. And I think literally someone could sit down and do that right now, you know, um, even for me, that's where like, one of the things that I've been working through, and this is something I want to share with you, I want you to go through your schedule because you know, as you graduate, you're, it's going to be a lot more wide open because you're part-time yeah. here at the church. As soon as you graduate, you go full-time, which mm -hmm. is awesome. Um, by the way, dude, did you know that I'm doing camp, high school camp? No. Yeah, that's I'm awesome. speaking at it, so we're gonna oh, get to sick. hang out the whole week. Yeah, <laughs> sure enough. That's yeah, awesome. sure. It's, yeah, I'm stoked, bro. Uh, thanks to Casey and Chris and Kate for really helping me. You know, get there. Yeah, so that's sick. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. 
uh, I'm going to be that speaker that's like, don't touch me. Leave me alone. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like in the back, like never hanging out with people. Okay. Uh, so one of the things that I'm moving for towards is, and literally this just came to me. I didn't even know it existed, but I had a really cool opportunity to, you know, meet a new friend and we kind of, it was we've just facetimed but he sent me a link for us to be able to talk and it like had his schedule in the open times and i just click one right and so mm-hmm. i was like oh my gosh like and i think that's sometimes my problems is like i love meeting with people and it's like before i know it i can literally have my thursday i had this big plan right and before i know it my whole thursday is full of meeting with people which is one of the things that fuels me but yeah. at the same time it's like if you're not able to do your job like yeah. do the things you need to do then it's that all that stuff's gonna get pushed to the side, and so you have to learn how. That's probably the biggest spot I'm in right now is learning how to handle my time when it comes to okay, like pastoring hands on and pastoring for like the bigger group, right? So it's like yeah. interesting because um, you feel bad saying like, "Hey, I can't meet until next week." Like, right. but if I don't do that, I'm not gonna be able to write my message or yeah. whatever. So, Calendly, you should look it up, and that's kind of goes to that like connected to those six things yeah yeah that's good all right so let's talk about i want to i'm excited because last week you preached your first sermon so Mm -hmm. i want to get into that because you did awesome and all of that and talk about your role as a pastor and what you're learning already but let's jump to streakers okay Okay. so let's talk about streakers and um this is i feel like this is just a cool story you know Uh, how it got going and again all this stems from one of my desires is I want to help be a voice to millennials, but anybody, right? Like people that are trying to figure out, hey, how do I steward my finances as a Christian? Like mm-hmm. I either hear giving or I hear Dave Ramsey, which are both really good, but where's where's more? And so Streakers is another thing for me that A, helps pay off my student debt, yeah. but also helps create, um, you know, another source of income mm-hmm. and being learning how to steward that as well right and i can be a pastor and do some of these other things as well yeah. and so um streakers is always obviously like outside like you guys sometimes have to wait for me to get out of the office yeah. or you go and i meet you later or whatever mm-hmm. um and we have some awesome employees now yeah. like i mean we've had them awesome employees from the beginning which yeah, is really awesome has. um but anyway so let's talk about kind of how we got there and i kind of, i have my version of the story but again one of the things <laughs> i want to get better at is when i have someone on here letting them talk more than me yeah geez. so talk about literally like what you remember from and i'll butt in okay yeah from how we got going yeah well, so first of all, you you came back from Arizona my sophomore year, correct? Yeah, going into your sophomore year. Yeah. And Jake was like, hey, you really need to meet this kid, Brian. And I was like, he sounds like a nerd. Right. Bryce what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. And so that's when we started just be kind of coming friends, hanging out more. I don't know when it super picked up, but I guess it just did at some point. And then so my junior year... Um, what was it? Probably October. Um, we were driving around, running some errands for for a college group, I yeah, think, just yeah. for BFC. And that's my. I think that might be. We didn't buy the camera then, but we were getting. I think we were buying that hoverboard thing. No, we no, were a different time. We were buying the. Uh, it was something for the event. We were at Best Buy. 
buying something. Maybe it was a hard drive or something. Yeah. Anyways, we're out pretty much just hanging out and picking up stuff. And then Timmy just kind of starts talking, and he's like, yeah, I want to start a business, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, you know, it could be some sort of service business. We could, you know, fence stain, clean windows, clean garages, like all sorts of just pretty much like an outside maintenance kind of thing. Remember, I was kind of like, I want to have the tagline, like, keeping your valuables valuable <laughs> yep yep and so we started and i was like yeah that sounds that sounds great i really had honestly like not super which is cool that i declared business because when i became a business student you know my freshman year it's not like i was passionate about business like i could give a rip about that you know you just, just like had, you literally went like, to college major. Like, i have no idea yeah, it's like i need a major business is probably the, the right way to go and i'm really glad i did now that's I, so I interesting so you didn't have i mean you almost kind of didn't have a vision of your future Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, I had ideas, I had dreams, but I never had. And, and they, it had something to do with what doing God something wants big you for to God. Do. And at first, I thought that would never be in the church. I always thought that would be some sort of business ministry. So okay. that was really my only business, you know. Big nonprofit kind of guy. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And um, so, anyways, yeah, I wasn't super thinking. But you said that, and I was like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds awesome. And it was kind of just like this mutual thing of like, you know, we should start a business. And, uh, and well, so I have a full-time job, so I'm like, I need help. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I would never, we can talk about this more later and we've, we've talked about this before. I would never do this alone. Like yeah. my word, like right, I would right. never do this business thing alone. But, um, so we start walking around Home Depot. It was right next to the Best Buy we were at. We're walking around Home Depot trying to just think. And I don't know. I think eventually we just figured out, like, okay, windows, window cleaning is the way to go. It's kind of a niche. Like, nobody really well, does it. we There's hadn't figured it out yet. Out. We were kind of like window cleaning, fence blind staining, cleaning, yeah. fence staining, carpet cleaning. And we were like, man, there's a lot of those things out there. And you said, like, so we were still so, on the fence yeah, there. Yeah, so we're going through, and we're looking at the stuff, and then we're thinking, how could we... You know, how could we fund this? How could we start this? And then we're just going through, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, we could hang people's Christmas lights, dude!" It was like, out of that, It was that like genius. Yeah, like I always like. I think la- I think the year before might have been the first year I had put the lights up on my mom's house. Took you six hours. It took me so long, like six hours, and which is hilarious because this year Christmas season took Bricks and I literally thirty minutes. Yeah, and it took us so long. It's the first amazing. Time. That's the coolest part about it all. It's like it's amazing how much you learn how quickly you know and like how that next step you're i mean again we'll talk about that like we're always nervous about that next step but when we just make ourselves jump you know like it always works out anyway keep going yeah so yeah we're just walking around and then i was like christmas lights i was like we can literally which was perfect because all we had to do was offer the physical labor we didn't need to buy anything we're like hey we'll put up your lights and it was huge. Um, we just put a video up on Facebook, and it, like, blew up. Got, like, 3,000 views. 5,000. Was it 5,000? Yeah. Golly. I mean, it just blew. That's probably our most viewed video ever. And we were getting texts like crazy, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, so we ended up having, I think, 25 jobs that year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we were underselling ourselves probably, but we made time. we made good money for individually for ourselves. And then we set, we set aside, I think, $500. I think that was it for streakers. And half of that we put towards a ladder. Yeah, that, we bought like, like a little giant yeah. for like 280 bucks. Yeah. And so outside of that, like, I mean, so Timmy and I have not put a single dollar Personal of our own money, money yeah. into this business, which is great. Like, we didn't have to take out a loan. Like, we literally just started it. Yeah. And so that was it. Christmas lights. We just offered up our labor. We grinded. It was, I mean, 
It was a hard lot. work. It was a we lot of hard work. Toast. Normally, Timmy and I can just yap our traps forever. And then, like, there was one Saturday where we did like four or five houses. And at the beginning, we were like, ah, yeah, yeah, you know, just yapping and talking the whole day. And then at the end, I mean, we were not saying a word, barely looking no. at each other. We we're just like, man, I am. I'm that day tired. was eight to nine. We were yeah. toast. And you and I, we have this in common. We we won't eat. Right. So we will, we will just work, yep. man. Like, we will just nonstop be like, hey, we could eat lunch or we could go straight to the next three houses and be done at 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah. you know? like, and so, like, I think one of the things that I love about it, and we talk about it a lot, <laughs> we praise ourselves for it a lot, um, is, like, this idea of grit. Like, uh-huh. you have grit. I have grit. And that just makes... It's so much better. Oh, yeah. Like, that idea that we both just, like, let's just roll our sleeves up and get after it. Like, yeah. we'll do whatever it takes, you know. Like, I might have to stand below the house and catch you. I'm kidding. We're OSHA approved. It's fine. <laughs> um, but... Well, and that's what, it, that's what it does take, though, to start a business. Like, I mean, you, again, hear the classics, like, Apple started in a garage... Life Church started in a garage, you know, like eight streakers window cleaning. Streakers started in Timmy's apartment. Yeah, it literally <laughs> did. I like have pictures we, of it in my little bucket, our buckets, and in, in Timmy's little office in his apartment at BPA. Like, Which, by the way, let me jump in here and uh, give me some credit. Sure. Uh, so when we, if someone's listening, they don't know who we are. They're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, you had the genius idea of the lights, and then it was I think it maybe literally was like the same day or later. Eventually when we, we honed in on window cleaning just the first name was oh, Shriekers yeah. <laughs> I was like what if we just called it Shriekers and we were like good enough great. for us yeah. <laughs> yeah so we just went with it and uh, I think that the like then that turnaround point so Christmas lights is over that year that's what's cool is so I had two payments left so I had now my major government student loan that I owe yeah and then I owned owed SNU still literally just a balance yeah and that that Christmas light that year it paid all that yeah, off and that really excited and, me yeah, yeah I just threw it down <laughs> I was like see you later and they're like wait don't you want a receipt I was like yeah I'll, I'll take it uh, but uh so like that was like oh my gosh this can happen like we we just did this in our spare time mm-hmm. like I want to keep doing that you know yeah. it allows me to save to give and to also pay off my student debt and that was even what our video was remember we were oh, like yeah. hey we're college students trying to pay off our student debt so why don't you give us the blessing of by blessing you yeah, to by, bless us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway so I think you're absolutely right so let's name about a couple of the things that we did so you end up watching YouTube videos for fun. Yeah. Oh, I literally, I now watch a window cleaner. Uh, there's like four window cleaners I subscribe to. They're like famous. YouTube. It's a whole nother world, guys. There's oh, like famous is. window cleaners out there. I'm in a there. Facebook group um, with all these window cleaners. Like if I've got some spare time, um, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch a window cleaning video. Like I leisurely watch them now. But that's how, so, and I think that is really probably our, what you and I believe in most is just doing it. You do not have to have it figured out. I mean, you just do it. And so it literally Timmy got us um, business at Hall's Pizza Kitchen. And then so we we're like, oh, sweet. We have our first our first gig. Like, here it is. We had no window cleaning things. Like, bought, now let's I learn think. how to clean. Like, we had no idea what to do. Yeah. And so we went out, bought the stuff and then from Home Depot. And then uh, we looked up, yeah, some YouTube videos and 
cleaned the windows in Timmy's apartment and Casey and Kate's apartment. And then that Friday morning, we went out and cleaned Hall's pizza kitchen windows. It took us probably three yeah, hours. Three hours. I mean, which now we can we spank that in an hour, hour, fifty minutes, man. Yeah, like, yeah. and um, and so that was it. And it's we way just, better. Like yeah, we're oh, like yeah. way better. At yeah. It. And so, but that's it. Is like just doing it. Like we had no training on window cleaning like we had no like i was you're a pastor i'm in college like it's not like we have these huge business degrees like all this knowledge about it like we just do it and you just figure it out along the way um because if you don't ever just start you'll probably never start that's the biggest thing is starting you know and by the way there's been plenty of times where like things have gone wrong oh like where we haven't cleaned good enough and we have to go back and it's like that's like i don't Dread, like obviously, I'm like, ah, oh, crap. But it's like, okay, this makes us better. Like, we're learning here. We're going to learn yeah. in customer service. We're learning in how to make sure to check all the jobs, right? Yeah. Like, everything, it's all the experience. And then what happens is when we train up new guys, well, they get trained way faster than we did because we're yeah. able to share with them what we've learned and what we know, you right. know? Yeah, it's huge. When you say, too, that like your literal just self confidence has grown because the sheer fact of like, oh, I, I did this and yeah. I'm doing this and I had no idea how to do it before. Right. Also, not even to mention, like we found some guys on Instagram that have strong window cleaning business, sent them a DM and sure enough, like one of the guys in Arizona, where I used to live, Tucson, yeah. he was like, Hey, give me a call. I called, I asked him one question. We talked for like 45 minutes and he just like taught me so much great stuff yeah. and he has still been super helpful his name's gabe yeah, spotless window cleaning like, awesome dude great. he sends he's he's kind of pointed us in the direction of what kind of equipment to buy so it's like you can there's people out there like whatever oh, you want to do help you and i think that sometimes and i have to fight this like when someone tells me a new idea it's really easy for me to be like pessimistic because i'm just like get your third idea i haven't seen you do anything you know so i'm like yeah. part of me doesn't want to get too high on my horse, you know, but it's like, I also want people to be like, Hey, you just got to go for it. Like, and it's not like, even when we speak about it, it's not like we have this multi-million dollar window cleaning, (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) nonetheless, it's a business. Like it's Oklahoma state certified business and we are doing all our, all the things you have to do to have a business to be able to sell it one day or just continue to grow it. And you and I, we have a goal of, Hey, we need to make this much money each month for it to be worth it. And, Uh and we're hitting that, you know, it's a small number actually, but it's, it's really helpful this period of our life. And so I don't know, like, I just think like it is, it's the okay so what am i sacrificing well usually between 5 and 8 p.m like i'm out cleaning windows and i'm tired and like i think that sometimes it does feel weird when i'm out there cleaning and there's a church person at like starbucks and we're cleaning (laughs) the windows and they're like timmy and i'm like hey yeah and they're like don't you have a theology degree and i'm like i sure do yeah a window cleaning degree yeah and now i'm out here cleaning windows like but it's at the same time it's not like they usually they're like dude good for you like good oh, for yeah. you. so it's never like no one's looking down on you yeah. you know people are excited when you're going for it especially at our church that's what's so cool about oh, our church is we have the i mean that's our biggest support oh my far. gosh honestly probably most of our business so great far support has come from our church definitely i'm sure that like 
we have done some people's house. Like, I almost want to call everybody and be like, hey, we're better now. Like, yeah. can we come do it? so much support at the beginning. And yeah. Now I'm like, we would truly, like, I don't know how good we did last time. Hopefully we did okay, but we would actually, we would, it would look really good. It would look really good, really good yeah. now. We're really confident in our business. Um, but yeah, our, our people have been so supportive and, um, and just literally just some mentors that we can just call and ask for help and stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, so the business now, we're what, year and a half, year and a, two months old. Yeah, which is crazy. And we're heading into spring. So guys, I'm telling you right now, okay, if you have a friend or if you want your windows clean, please give us a call. Seriously. Yeah. Um, what's the number? 405-883-7006. Yes. 405-883-7006 or shoot Brian and I a text or DM us whatever also streakers window our, is our Gmail or no wait yeah, Instagram it. okay streakers window is our Gmail we have a website streakerswindow.com and you can go get a quote all that stuff and um, we would love to come and clean your windows seriously and yeah. also you would be helping us pay off our student debt <laughs> uh, and building our business but yeah let us know because April's going to start filling up, so please share with your friends. Yeah. Let me just say, I feel like there's one thing business-wise that I feel like we've had to really go up and down with learning that I feel like would be really big for somebody starting their own business is um, keep it just you until you absolutely need the help. I just feel like sometimes Timmy and I really got ahead of ourselves and we were like, you know, we were bigger, like, bigger, bigger, yeah, bigger, bigger. We don't want to be the ones cleaning the windows, which obviously ultimately we don't want to be the ones cleaning the windows. We want to grow the business, not work. And, and part of it business. is, yeah, it is that you can't really, we've seen weeks where we've done both, right? One week right. where you and I are just constantly cleaning other weeks where we're working on the business and it's growing bigger actually, which yeah. is crazy. But and yeah. you, cause you're, you're, you think that you can't do that. You're like, I gotta be out there. Uh -huh. Like, yeah. And so it's, it's, it's that balance you got to find, which I'm learning everything is balanced, but like you really do. So like there's, there were times where we got way ahead of ourselves, you know, and then we didn't train up our guys well enough. And so, you know, we feel like quality went behind, not only those guys, but that's our fault. Cause yeah. we, we just put them out there, you know? So we didn't, we weren't patient on that end, but then there was also times where we were like, oh, we just need to do it ourselves. And then, so we would go out there and then we're exhausting ourselves because we're making us ourselves be the only one do it. And then we're not going to grow. We're not going to learn how to properly train people to train others, you know, like if we're not doing that. So you got to find that balance and be patient with it. And so that's why I said, you know, don't get more help until you absolutely need it, but then also get it at the right time too. You know, does that make sense? You yeah. feel like? That's yeah. something that you and I have dealt with the whole, the whole time we've been doing this. And I feel like right now we have actually kind of found something that works. Yeah, absolutely. And that's still, there's days we're in the, well, today, this, this afternoon we'll be out there with the guys. Yeah. Thursday, our guys will be out there without us. Yeah. Friday morning, they'll be out there without it. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's, so it's finding, a rhythm. We're finding that balance and then, yeah. And so, and really it's all about being a good leader and training well and making them feel confident because so, if they feel con it's just window cleaning it's hard it, you know it sounds funny it's just window cleaning so at, at, at one end it is easy at one end it's hard you got to pay attention to detail but like if you train them up well enough they can be confident and if they're personable people no reason and it, it's like them. it takes a skill like you have to yeah. learn the skill it's not that hard i think everyone can learn it right it's just you have to learn it because everyone this is what's funny dude is people think like 
you're like, oh, window cleaning, sweet. I'll just do a sweet motion and it'll be knocked out. And it's yeah. like they go for it. It's like they leave so much splatters, yeah. right? Like, and uh, look at this, like priding ourselves in the window. <laughs> but it's also it's, nobody cares about window cleaning. Nobody cares. People are listening. They're like, I'm I'm driving to work. I don't care, you know. But yeah. again, you're like, you how? What do you think? We got 300 hours, if not more window yeah. cleaning yeah. so you and I we can you know like the other day Brixton and I I stood on the inside he was on the outside and we raced I smoked him you sure. know it's not a big deal um, and he like and he had like some streaks and stuff and he yeah. opened the door and he was like you're the master and I was like that's <laughs> yes, right I am. It's Cap- Captain Riggs from now on Briggs um, so one other thing and then we'll move on and this really embodies everything I just I like to be able to say it every chance that I get okay so we didn't even know how to start an LLC right honestly I probably still don't. No. <laughs> like a friend named Brantlin Ring helped us set it up. He's been huge. Huge. And uh, really helpful, man. Every time we, we grab a buy with him and he's just he just encourages us. And uh, really, it's been a nice, fun, surprising friendship. You yeah, know? he's awesome. And uh, so he helped us set it up. But then along the way, we've talked to different mentors, right? Um, we've had some people. Um, your uncle has been huge for us. Really yeah. helpful. Um and so, like, there's been people all along the way that's helped us. So I want to speak into real quick this idea of, like, mentorship. You know, mm-hmm. not this idea, but I don't know why I always say that. Like, I listen so back deep, sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, this. I, I want to talk about the idea of relationships. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just a Because it's not a real thing. It's just an idea. Let me talk about the idea. Uh, okay. So mentorship, one of the things, this is, this is both. This is pastoral business, literally anything. Wanting to know more about how to be a better husband or boyfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have done it without the mentors, whether that is someone that doesn't even know we exist because we're watching their YouTube or if it's someone that we call and we are able to talk to. And it's been on all fields. Like, okay, so one of our mentors, like he owns a huge business that has nothing to do with window cleaning, but he's helped us with the business side. So that's been really helpful and encouraging. But here's what I want to drop. And this is crucial because I've seen this happen a lot and I've seen it either happen with me or with other people. When you are going to someone that you think you can learn from, like, and you are able to have that opportunity to grab a quick coffee or whatever, you want to be over-prepared. Like, you want to be so ready. Like, then when you go and see them, like, their their time is really valuable. And it doesn't mean they don't care. Like, they're excited to meet with you. That's why right. they said yes, right? Mm-hmm. But when you show up, and let's say it's going to be a 30-minute conversation, okay? And you know that. Do not show up. And when they say, like, hey, how are you? You just go, yeah, good. And have nothing to talk about. No, you want to come with like 10 to 15 questions. You might only get to one, right? Like yeah. that's it. But you want to be really prepared. And, and and also when you call them, don't be like, hey, will you be my mentor? That makes it really weird. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just be like, hey, you know, John, I got some questions. I've, I've it's pretty obvious that you're further down the line than me and you probably have some experience and maybe some answers and can at least share some wisdom. And would you, would you be able to grab a coffee or could we even, you know, have a FaceTime or something here in the next week? And almost always they're going to say yes, if you don't creep them out and then come prepared. And this is anything, right? Hey, I see the way that you're a pastor. I want to learn, et cetera. You know? So I think that, uh, I just want to, again, anytime I get the chance to throw that out there, I think it's important because sometimes we just don't know, you know, and right. it's like, hey, what's the best way to approach this person? And, um, I've been, I have a lazy Susan of mentors, seriously. Like I, I seek them out like crazy. I can just spin it and okay, I'm going to call her today. I'm going to call him today. So yeah. 
I think it's important to know how to navigate them. All right, let's switch gears here. Um, someone said they can tell when uh, my podcast is just me because it's like 12 to 20 minutes long or yeah. if it's an interview because it's like 40 to an hour long. Yeah. Um, so that was good stuff, good business stuff. Let's switch gears. Let's talk about pastoral ministry and you choosing to be a pastor. When did you get your local license? Um, November, maybe? November. So now you're on the track. So next year you'll get your district license. You'll go through an interview process. Yeah. You'll do what's called the course of study. And that's since you didn't go get a theology degree, it's another route that you can do it. And it's yeah. going to take a few years. Um, and then you'll end up getting ordained. It's. I mean, I still have my district license. I'm, I have like one more thing I have to do. And then I, my time is ready. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So you're, you're a pastor. And mm -hmm. which is pretty cool, man. It is cool. And um, let's talk about like maybe even what really got you there, and then now we'll talk about your first sermon. Yeah. Well, what got me here is I think it's a cool journey. I think a lot of people like Chris. So Chris would say, you know, he felt called when he was in like fifth grade. He was at camp and he was like standing on a bridge and he like felt a call to be a pastor. And then so that's what he's been pursuing since then, pretty much. And that is not the case for me in the slightest. You know, um, Blair Spindle told me at one time I thought it was really good I was talking to him on a ski lift and I was it was my junior year and I was like I think I want to be a pastor Blair and he was like that's awesome and he started telling me he was like you know for me um, I feel like my call my passion has been kind of like a roadmap being unfolded the more I the more I go along it you know and so I feel like that's really been the case for me just through my experiences just through um, people's words through my passions like I said I've always felt like I want to do something big for God I could have cared less whether it was inside the church or outside the church. Actually, I probably would have preferred that it would have been outside the church for a while. And so, but I just have different dreams. You know, Sam and I, Sam was on your podcast earlier. He's one of my very best friends. And we've kind of really gone through this together a little bit. And we had like... Like it sounds super silly now, but for us, like at the time, we had this dream of our freshman year. We were like, man, we could open up this like coffee shop thrift store ministry, you know, and like that was our dream to us. Like really that unique. was huge, really unique, really <laughs> weird. Like looking back, you're like, that's weird. That's goofy, you know, but at the time that was our dream. And so that I feel like was what was setting me up. That's the path I was following for a while. And then after that, it was kind of this thing. Um, Man, I, I love doing sports ministry for kids like around the world. Like I went on a few sweet mission trips and I was like, this is awesome. So it's like, that's what I want to do, you know? And then all of a sudden, I feel like that kind of started steering me towards youth. And I've always, without even knowing it, been led to, to serving the youth. You know, the church for me growing up was everything. I mean, that is the reason I am where I am today is because of my small group at church going through high school, you know? And so just the journey of never thinking up until like last year, like, oh, I think I want to be a pastor. Like that wasn't really a thought for me. It's just, I just want to do something big for God. You know, like that was just a, this passion in me. And I remember coming back from my sophomore year in between my sophomore and junior year coming off that summer I'd worked at Canacuck I'd gone on a few mission trips where we did sports camps for kids and I got back and we do this thing called leader tree and the first dinner you go around your table and your leader asks you questions the first question was um, what did God tell you this summer what did you hear from God this summer and without even thinking about it I just answered I was like you know I just 
I just know what I'm going to do is going to be some sort of youth ministry, you know? And so it's really cool to see like all the ways throughout my life that I've just been guiding and it's just been continuing to following what I feel like God has for me. And it's led me exactly where I am today. And I feel exactly where I'm called to be right now and exactly where I'm supposed to be. That's awesome, dude. I cannot stress enough how much it is your gift to connect with anybody. Like you, you just really like I'll I'll walk in and you're hanging out with some sixth graders and just making them feel like they're a million bucks and I'm like wow I'm that's I don't have that gift <laughs> so like way to go dude well, thank you. and uh, I don't know like it's just it's encouraging to see how literally it doesn't matter who it is like you're gonna treat them like they're the most valuable thing and like you're just gonna walk with them and love them and so. Anyway, that's good on you. Thanks, Tim. Yeah. Uh, so start crying. Yeah. So let's talk about. So last week you preached your first sermon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this was really cool to see because I was. Um, that's one of my favorite things to do. I love preaching. I like almost like that's kind of maybe my number one thing right now. Yeah. I am a huge believer, and you can't be a good preacher if you don't know what people are going through. So that's yeah. st- you still have to have the connection with people, right? Like, you can't just, oh, I just want to speak, but I don't want to actually pastor. Like, I think there has to be some kind of, like, it can be your focus, because there's some people on the other side, they're like, man, I don't really, I just want to be a pastor, I don't really want to preach. Yeah. Um, and so there's, there's both sides of it. And so I love it. I love speaking. I love working on it, like, as a craft, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, and I just want to keep getting better at it, in my study of scripture, in my ability to translate it to people, all of that, okay? So that's something I've worked on really hard for the last probably four years, you know, and, and have had so many other people help develop me. So it was really cool to see you in your two weeks in, of preparation, you know, yeah. and be able to help you with what I know and can do, and everyone else, Casey, Kate, Chris, everyone else able to help you. Yeah. Um, it was awesome to see, and one of the things, too, it showed was like, wow, how important it is to to have people because we're sitting there watching you and I'm like 20 times better than my first sermon like hands down you know <laughs> um, but this is I like I want to share this story and I Brian's a big crier yeah okay I'm yeah. not I don't cry like I just I like I wish I did you know like when people are crying like I wish I could cry with them but I'm just yeah. staring at them blankly <laughs> like I'm like mm-hmm. and I feel the emotion I just don't want to cry I don't cry so it's right before uh, um, for the youth you do two s- services so the yeah. middle school and then high school back to back yeah so you're i come in and i wanted to hear both sermons because i wanted to be able to critique <clears throat> sure um both of them and i come in and i saw you up front and i was like well, i'm gonna go up and pray yeah, with well, him here, here before you say that okay yeah here's tell. already what happened was i was sitting there during the worship with the middle schoolers, which I'm the, I'm the middle school pastor, so that's my emphasis. I still hang out with high schoolers, but that's my emphasis is the middle schoolers. And so I'm standing there during worship, and I seriously, it was cool. It was really cool. I just was standing there, and I felt this overwhelming sense of peace. Like, I've, like, honestly maybe never felt before. And I was just, I literally felt God tell me, like, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Like, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, which, which was amazing. Can you share, remember what you told us on the way back from lunch? And I, I can 
connected it to it so much how you said i haven't felt like this since a high school football game yeah yeah like high school i think football that's games good people good. like to hear that stuff yeah like high school football games um i'd get really nervous because like we play in front of a fairly fairly big crowd and there's just a lot of pressure on it and and i really cared about it and so like high school that on a friday the whole day i could barely eat anything i was real nervous you just got that kind of pit in your stomach and i would throw up before football games but it was a, yeah it was a similar feeling last wednesday the whole day like we went and got burgers at Hop Daddy or whatever it's called. Normally, I'd get like a double nasty jalapenos <laughs> on it and just wail out. I can eat a ton. And I got like a single classic, you know, just American cheese Little burger. Little kid fry. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I was, that's all I had the whole day. Like I was, I was nervous for sure. And I remember you saying that and I was like, dude, I truly thought those feelings would never go away. Like as a speaker, like yeah. I was like, oh, I like when I used to be there, I would be like, man, I, I remember we have some pastors that are kind of well-known in our country, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and I remember them being like on hole 17 of the golf course and they'll be like, in just an hour, I'm going to be preaching. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, how can you do anything else other than think about it? You know? So anyway, you're at this, like, that's kind of how you felt all day. And then you're at this moment. Yeah. And then at this moment and I'm just like, I mean, it was awesome. And so of course, right there during worship, I'm already like, I'm singing and like, I have to stop singing or else I'm going to start crying. Like my jaw's starting to quiver, you know, I am starting to get tears in my eyes. I'm like, man, this is just awesome. Like, this is just what I'm supposed to be doing. And then, so I go over, it's like halfway through the, um, the last song. So I go over and start getting ready to go up. And, um, this kid in the youth group, I've, I've been doing small groups with him since sixth grade. He's in ninth grade now. And last year we do like a little student led series where they preach. And so me and my friend Glenn, we were his small group leader and we went and watched him. We prayed over him before he went up. Well, on Wednesday I went over to the side and he came over and he prayed for me. And like that right there, I just lost it already. I was like, Oh my gosh. Like that was so cool. Like that he kept like this ninth grader that I've been with for four years came over and prayed for me. I was like, what? I don't know. She's like, that was sweet. And then, yeah, and then so I was like, well, I'm going to go pray with Brian. And I'm not even thinking. Like, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go pray. It's going to be fine. I go up. I put my arm on you. And I'm like, God. And then literally I couldn't (laughs) couldn't talk. I was like, crap. So I literally was just like, be with Brian tonight. And walked away. like, Which I'd never heard you cry before. Yeah, well, yeah. And you didn't see it. Yep. So you only can hear me. Um, and so I was like, good night. And then my part here, and here's why. Here's why, dude. Brian gets up on stage, and he's talking to, I don't know, 100 middle schoolers, and looks at them, and they, they're literally losing their minds, because they just, you know, they already know that you're their pastor now, but they're just, they love you already. And you get up there, and you're like, guys, I'm just so, <laughs> gosh, I just... I'm so excited to be your pastor. I'm going to cry. Like, I literally cried. It was like so genuine, you know, and I was like, that's why. Like, that's why. Like, I didn't care, you know, even strip away the speak. It's like the heart of it, you know? And so um, I'm giving you a lot of compliments today. So as soon as this Thank is over, you. I'm going to tear you down with right. a lot of jokes. Naturally, and, of course. Yeah. Um, Defamating humor. So <laughs> anyway, um, that was really cool. And then you did a phenomenal job. You really did. You. And um, just being able to, I could see that you actually listened to all of our coaching, you know, mm-hmm. which is always encouraging when you give someone advice, like, you know, that you give them advice and they right. don't do it. You're like, okay. Um, yeah. And then they come and ask for more. <laughs> You're like, well, I don't know. Um, so you actually, you lived into it. 
And again, you have that believability factor. You know, it's like, dude, I don't even care what you say. It's it's literally just, I mean, I do, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you get up there and freeze and you'd be like, it's fine, man. Look at him. He loves the kids. You know, they love him. <laughs> like, so there's that. But Well, thank you. I'm going to cry. So let's do, no more crying. What's the one thing that you are most looking forward to kind of like just in this next six months? Like, Man, um, I am excited just, you know, it graduating college will be the definition of bittersweet like i've loved college it has been awesome living with my friends every night it feels like the weekend like it's just fun i love having fun if i'm not having fun i'm like what am i doing like mm-hmm. and so i'll be sad to graduate but at the same time i'm equally if not more so excited for what the future holds going full-time with the church being able to put maybe a little more time to streakers and and getting rid i've i've been i've been an ra for three years and i've it's been a huge blessing i've loved being an ra but even to kind of just you know get rid of some of the smaller things that just kind of take up a little bit of my time like um school like i and i don't have a hard <laughs> smaller I don't things have a, school i don't have a i don't have a hard class schedule but it's just enough to you know be a little annoying so it'll be nice to get that away again i love ra i'm not like ready to be done but like even having that will be less of a commitment too and so like i can really again my list of like the things i can focus on can can get smaller and I can really put my time towards those things. Church, you know, being a pastor, shriekers, college schedules are friends. T- weird. They're so super it's like, weird. it's not like you're super busy with class, but it's like, get you got a nine o'clock, an 11, a one thirty, you know? Right. And then it's like, so you got all these weird gaps in between. And then it's like, Oh, 8 PM. You got a meeting for RA, you know, like, exactly. it's, yeah. And, and when you're an adult, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. Like today, literally got up for a small group, with that's my pastor's job at 6 30 came here did this i'm gonna go to chapel here in an hour gonna go to class have a one-to-one with my rd and then we're gonna do streakers and then i'm gonna have another ra meeting tonight you know like yeah, it's so just you're super doing three random. different like, yeah, like major categories of, yeah. yeah and so i'm excited for that to dwindle a lot dwindle down a little bit and then just this summer and that's why you know i i'm so blessed to i'm really blessed to have a job lined up coming outside of college and something that i'm incredibly passionate about because i know for a lot of people they have to float for a little bit and so i'm just really blessed that i don't have to deal with that so i get to hop right into my passion which is awesome and then so like this summer like i get to go to two camps and go to a mission trip to costa rica and then like do lake trips and stuff and i'm like there's nothing better. That's exactly what I've done with my last summers. Go on mission trips, work at a camp. Like I am living, yeah, and I am literally living my best life. And so, like, I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm really looking forward to. I'm gonna live with Sam. Um, that's gonna be a blast. You know, we love hanging out with each other. And so, like, it's it's just gonna be it's gonna be really cool just to go into that new stage of life. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Well, I'm excited for you, and I'm excited that I get to do it alongside you. You know, yeah. and yeah. we uh, just yeah. Now that I've met the church, like we yeah, literally our offices we spend, literally yeah. next to each other. <laughs> we spend so much time with each other, and it's great. Yeah, we really do. Um, but anyway, dude, glad that you were on here, and I love you, and I'm I'm I don't know. I'm excited I get to continue to do uh, life with I you. I love you too, too. And uh, hopefully, someone able was able to learn something. You know, and. And that's what's again, all this is about is like in the meantime, you might just be right behind us. Maybe you're a junior in college and you're mm-hmm. trying to learn. Well, Brighton's Brighton's just a little bit further and he can right. share some things, you know? Yeah. So um anyway, that's that. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you have a great day and uh we'll talk to you later. <laughs>